Do you ever worry that you're not being professional enough on your social media? Do you often hold yourself back from sharing certain parts of your personality? Or do you quash your own ideas because they aren't deemed the right way to do things in your industry? Well, today's guest is here to show you how to bring your whole, colourful and creative self into your business. Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. Leonie Dawson is an internationally best-selling author of the 2023 My Brilliant Year workbooks, which have been used by over half a million people worldwide. A multi-passionate entrepreneur, Leonie has generated more than $13 million in revenue while only working 10 hours a week. Leonie has been recognized for her business acumen by winning Osmopreneur's People's Choice Business Coach Global Brand and Businesses Making a Difference Awards. Leonie has spent the last 10 years living in some of the most beautiful places around Australia, and she currently lives with her two daughters and husband on the Sunshine Coast. I think you're going to find this conversation entertaining and refreshing in the way that Leonie approaches business, marketing, and the idea of being authentic online. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Leonie Dawson. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, babes, it's a joy to be here. (laughs) Oh, I had the absolute uh, privilege and honor of meeting you in person at uh, Tash uh, Corbin's Heart-Centered Business Conference. And uh, I was like, I've got to have a chat with you more. So come on my podcast. <laughs> same, same. And like me and Kerry Rowett have this like running joke now because we don't just call you Emily Osmond. It's lovely Emily Osmond. Like, it's the lovely, <laughs> you're the loveliest in person. And uh, yeah, it's just like, I'm so glad we get to spend this time. It's just like at conferences, they're so busy. I felt like I just kept on wanting to like launch myself at you and go, I love you. I love you. But you then, you know, there's always other people to talk to as well. Oh, but so good. Hey, so good to get out and into just in-person events and stuff. Oh, the best. Anyway, would you like to introduce you? Oh, sure. Who are you? (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) I'm the world's worst at doing elevator pitches. I was just at a conference, Osmopreneur conference, and people would ask me what I did. And so I said I was Australia's leading wide girth dildo supplier. And (laughs) um, I just never told anyone what I was doing. And I won a bunch of awards. And here's for the wide girth. The white girl killed her girls, you know. Um, there's a real need out there, an urgent. <laughs> and you've got your suppliers back to Exactly, exactly. Um, so basically, like, I just, I talk shit on the internet. I write books. Um, I help it, like, the my books have been used by half a million per, people worldwide now, which is amazing. 
and it helps them set their goals for their life and their business for the year ahead. And then I also have my Brilliant Business Life Academy where I teach people everything I know about uh, building a wildly successful business in bugger all time. So I've created over $13 million now. Um, I work about 10 hours a week. I've always only worked about 10 hours a week. So I like to talk about doing business differently and sales and marketing differently. Love it, Leonie, and love you for being a very unique and very just real as well. It didn't occur to me to be anything else. Like, <laughs> I bet I it like, didn't. I bet you were like, isn't that just what you're meant to be? <laughs> yeah. Like, was I going to make up a character <laughs> to be? Like, did I have to pretend to be somebody else? Like, this, no, I think I might just do it this way. I might be a bit What if I, um, I remember one of my friends saying to me, oh my gosh, Emily, I didn't realize like people hire other people's houses for photo shoots. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, the sweet thing. Oh, of course we did. Because we don't want to clean at home. <laughs> There's that. There's that. So, Looney, you started your business back when you had a government role, which is part of the reason you had to be able to do it part, like on minimal hours, really. And I was the same. I worked in um, at a tourism body that was funded by government. Awesome job. Like tourism, so fun. But at the same time, I, I just wanted to work for myself and I wanted to have a bit more um, control over what I was doing and have more flexibility and all of those types of things. I know that um, you started your business and then you went on to have kids. So again, not a lot of time when you're running around after little rugrats. <laughs> and um, that continues to be how you run your business today. I know that this is something that you would be asked all the time, but how do you prioritize or structure your time so that you are working on only the essentials? How do you figure out what they are? And what is it that you then are like, right, I've only got so many hours this week to work. Here's what I'm going to do. Like, what is it you do in that time? Yeah. Look, honestly, like I read the four hour work week when it first came out and I was like, oh, okay. So that's how you do it. And so I just like applied a whole bunch of the things that he teaches in there. And I just took it literally. I just took it literally, especially like at that point, like 2007 ish, I think that came out. Um, you know, I was still working in the public service and I had very minimal hours to work on my business, but it was still growing. So I think Pareto's principle, which he talks about in the book, is really helpful, knowing that 20% of your tasks create 80% of the results and um, really trying to get clear on what those are and focusing down on the most important. So even like above my desk, I have, you know, if I only had two hours a week to work, what would I do? Like what would keep the business pretty much ticking over? What would bring in money and, you know, deliver to clients. How have you really designed your business around what you feel like you're good at, what feels best and easiest to you? For me, it's creating. I just love making stuff. And whether that is um, drawing something, making an easy, making a coloring book, whether that's to, like writing and creating blog posts or podcasts or courses or workshops or art journal, like my creativity, like I don't have just like one medium. It's just all the mediums to express myself. And um, it just makes me so freaking happy to be able to make stuff. It's also why I don't like just have one course that I yeah. sell. Like I've now created over 180 courses. And it's just because I just like, I want to make something new all the time. So I try and generate my business off creating and then sharing, like sharing that 
creation with the world and however it needs to to find it. Yeah. So smart. Did you know that from the start when you started your business, Leone, or did you kind of have to change your business model over time to better cater for that? I like, I've tried a lot of things over and over, but it's always really just been based in the creativity and it comes in different ways. Like when I first started, it was, I was selling art prints online and that was kind of all I did. Um, but then blogging, um, really developed into something more and, um, I kept on playing around. So I would do like life coaching online or wedding photography or running spiritual retreats. Like I just tried all the things and to get, what felt like a really good fit for me as the energy and also what would be a great fit for other people and what would be an economic driver for the business as well. Yeah, cool. Um, Speaking of the economic drivers, what are your different things that you sell? You've got courses, membership, anything else there, some affiliate, I think. Um, It's mostly the workbooks, my, my goal workbooks and um, the academy. So like I was selling all of my courses individually and um, then less than a year ago, I just compiled them all into one resource so people can get everything I create for under a hundred bucks a year, which is super fun. So um, those are my two big things. And then if there's other things that I add in, um, that'll be cool. But those are my majorities and they're the ones that have earned me like 95% of my income at least. Yeah, nice. And um, good hate to to look at what's working and focus on that and dial it in and everything. What do you do in terms of your marketing, Leonly? What are some things that are your, I guess, like non-negotiables if there were only certain marketing things that you were going to do? What are those for you? For me, it is um, sending something to my mailing list. My mailing list is by far the, the biggest. Um, social media, I can do without. I did two years without social media. Um, And for me, I just review like view marketing as like, okay, how can I share my work with the world? Um, And how can I build up long-term relationships with people? Like how can I um, give to them and build up that beautiful trust and help them even if they're not giving me any money? So the mailing list and sending wonderful things to my mailing list, free stuff is by far the most important marketing thing for me. And you've been in business a fair few years. Have you seen people that have been kind of in your sphere that maybe have found you, joined your email list, and then maybe it's taken a few years for them to really be ready or resonate or be like, yep, now's the time and jump into your academy? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I'm always surprised like at how long sometimes it takes for things to pay off. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, I did a, I only do like, I only offer like, coaching maybe once every 10 years because like I have very low social needs. So like um, <laughs> I keep it very contained. So last Every 10 year, years I'll emerge and talk with someone. Yeah, every 10 years I'll have a chitty chat. Um, and so last year I did, um, I offered that and I had somebody join up for that. It was like $5,000 a year and she had been following me since 2001 off her message board. And we hadn't really been in contact during that point. Like she'd always just sort of followed my work. Um, But I was like, wow, that's like the power of like building long-term relationships. 20 years. Mm, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Over that time, Leone, have you found that you have had times when you have felt lower confidence or questioned yourself or 
felt you weren't sure on your direction. I was listening to one of your podcast episodes where I think you were saying something around that, that you're like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. You know, it, and it's surprising to me because it definitely happened to me this year. I was like, what even am I? <laughs> And I don't know, like maybe we could blame it on the planets or... Well, it happened to me this year too, Leonie. <gasps> I'm like, who? what's my name? What What do I do? Who am I? <laughs> God. We can it was horrible. <laughs> we can definitely blame this on the planets. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm blaming having a baby, but... And oh, I know that too. you're in perimenopause. I, like, I assume so. Like, I've, I'm 40. I'm nearly 41. So at some point, it's got to hit. But know. it could be the planets, definitely. It could be the planets. Like, I'm always ready to blame the planets. Um, and for me, it feels a little bit, you know, I've been doing this career for a really long time. I have been selling online for 20-something years and kind of been doing a lot of the same stuff, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. And in some ways, I feel like I've completed a mission. And so I'm working out what the next mission is. Um, and I don't know if that's like, I, I suspect it's probably like eventually start moving into more of a semi-retirement model. I mean, because I work massive 10 hours a week. I've got to... <laughs> really take... ready to cut this back. <laughs> that's right. I'm just like so worn out, babes. <laughs> but then just like, I would like to just spend more time just making really weird random shit you know, and just like, just like without any consideration about the commercial capacity of it. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Cause it is a business that you're running and it's got to be sustained and it doesn't just happen on its own. You know, there's, there's certain things you need to do. For sure. Do you have any idea what the next phase might be for you, Leonie? No. What are you feeling drawn towards? Or you're, you're open, I guess now. Just open and I'm trying to be just kind of a loyal servant. So like every night before I go to bed, I say, God, great spirit, goddess, all that is, all the angels, can you please just let me know what it is I need to do? Like what just even just like the next step, the, the next way of service that I can be. And it doesn't have to be like this big revelatory thing of like, you're going to be this and you're going to do this. Just tell me one freaking thing to do tomorrow and I'll do it. Um, and so that's been working for me to not really have a big picture and instead just work on whatever assignment, sacred assignment turns up. Um, it's like I did one day when I asked them that a few weeks ago, they said, oh, do a workshop about um, what to do when like you don't have any money and like things are really hard for you at the moment because cost of living is trippy, tricky, mortgage rates are really tricky. So um, I did. I just created a free workshop around that and it just felt beautiful to listen to the assignment, just do the assignment and then get on with my life. Pretty cool. Hey, um, tapping into, yeah, that intuition or that like, all right, give me the message. Tell me what to do. I had Kerry Rowett on the podcast. Um, so she'll be coming out. That episode will come out soon. And so chatting with her as well around sometimes it, well, so much of the time it's less about the strategy or less about like that in the head and like, right, let me like figure this all out and just like, okay, just drop that for a second <laughs> yeah, and try and tune in with what feels good to you. And I feel Leonie that uh, without maybe knowing it, especially to start with, that's something that you are very, very good at in terms of listening to yourself. I know that um, I think your business is very, very simple. You don't necessarily have any types of funnels. You're like, I didn't know that was what you <laughs> to do. Do you approach, and I know it's perhaps going into a slightly different time now where you're like, awesome, like 
questioning, is there something else? Is there something next? Um, but up until this point and having made millions of dollars and working 10 hours or so a week, how much have you planned at the start of the year or the start of the month? What has that looked like for you in terms of setting, right, this is what we're going to do this year? It's not much. Honestly, I don't have a great <laughs> track record on the planning front. Like I try. But then I'm also just, I try and leave a lot of leeway and see what happens as well. Um, I give it a red hot go. I always love running <laughs> after a goal, uh, but I like yeah, the goal okay. to just be the overarching goal of like, you know, this is the amount of members that I want or this is the amount of money I want to bring in. Yeah. Okay, what could I do to make that happen? And then they're nice. just going to be a s- absolute, you know, a nest of scratches on my pad of paper of like what could potentially get me there um, and how much I can get done. We'll just, yeah. we'll just see. But I'm definitely not very analytical. That's that's um pretty cool though, Leonie, to think, right, what's, okay, I want to make this much money or I want to get this many members. Let's just give so many things a go. Like, right, we'll try this, we'll try this. And it also, I think, takes the pressure off being like, this is like a big, massive strategy that like <laughs> I have to follow so intimately it can well we can first of all never actually create that strategy because we're so busy worried about I've got to I've got to have more in place before I start taking action yeah we just never actually start moving forward it's true and like this year I think part of my self-confidence was like okay I need to do something different so what I'm going to do is I am going to follow Jeff Walker's product launch formula even though I've never like any formula. And so I started like, you know, getting into it and I was like, oh, this is a lot. And also I don't understand it. And also like the level of detail in it just drives me insane. And the fact that I have to follow this thing. And so then I felt like really shitty with myself, like, oh, why can't I just work this out? And I had to remember like, Leona, you're fine. You're not broken. What you've been doing is already more than enough. And you can just continue building on successes, but the whole like perfectionism of following somebody else's thing perfectly is never going to work for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people too, what, um, I would love you to share how you promote your membership, like basically what you do when you promote it. Oh, I don't know. I just say it's open motherfuckers (laughs) get in. Like you should like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> really? Okay, good. I was like, Jesus Christ, did I do something that's special? What I mean. It's so good. It's just like, hey, everyone, it's open. Maybe for a while. I'm not sure. Maybe two yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, why wouldn't you join it? Because it's brilliant. Like, it's like more than, it's amazing. It's exceptional. Like, people just stay in it for decades in this membership because it's that good. I think, Leonie, you. And that just gives permission for people to be like, oh my God, it doesn't have to be so complicated. And I don't have to have something really sophisticated sometimes. And I can just let people know, hey, you should totally come join. <laughs> How dare you? I am very sophisticated. Oh, sorry, I mean, so oh my complicated. Gosh, that was horrible. <laughs> no, 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 it's absolutely true. Like, but never, but never has it can anyone. get so busy and so like, hang on, I've got to have this part here and then this part here and then, oh my gosh. But what if you just like email your list and be like, hey, it's open, come yeah. join. And give yeah. it a go, see if it works. Yeah. It's like Tina Tower, she said to me, oh, what are your open rates? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, well, how often do you do a list clean? Never. She said, what do you mean? So it just, it's not for me. I opted out of that system years ago, babes. It's not for me. I'm not into the data. I'm not into the numbers. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and this is the thing that, 
everyone is different and every online business can work and they're all going to be done in different ways. And we've got to figure out what suits us and our personality as well. And you've got a product that's, I think it's like a hundred dollars a year, like you said, for your membership. Other people have a product that's maybe 10,000 or 20,000 or whatever it might be for six months or a year. And, And so they're going to need to try maybe some different strategies for that. And there is no one way to do things. And I think through my podcast as well, I've just had a chat with loads of different people with, um, lots of interviews coming out. Uh, yeah, I said to you, Mim was on and she's got like loads of different products that she offers and has a few different funnels and all that type of thing. But I think hopefully people feel a little bit lighter that there isn't just one thing they have to figure out so that they can succeed. There's just not. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, um, I don't know, like what has been some of your biggest lessons as a business owner, entrepreneur, creative for you that have really stuck out for you and helped you on your career of 10 plus 20 years in this space? What, what have you learned that's been very helpful for you? Firstly, self-care is critical. Like you want to, it's got to be sustainable, you know, and if you just keep on working harder, you will burn out. Like it's not a case of if, it's when. Um, another big thing for me was I don't enjoy having a large team. It doesn't work for me. I don't like managing people. At one point, my business was, you know, so big that I had like 25 staff and it just broke me because you spent all your time managing people and that's not what I was put on the planet to do. So now I'm very clear on the fact that I need a very small team. Um, I currently have like two part-time assistants and I also prefer to work with other neurodivergent people. So people with autism or ADHD or preferably the two. (laughs) Um, And uh, because we like as an autistic uh, ADHD person myself, we have a particular way of speaking and um, a very clear communication. And I don't understand subtle nonverbal communication. So I need people who can honor that and respect that and who don't like hate working for me and make me hate working. <laughs> Probably important. Yeah. I would say. Really important. <laughs> well, how did you go about downscaling your? team, Leonie, or your business? Um, It it was like, it it didn't happen overnight. It was like a decision and it was like, right, okay. And it's going to take, you know, it took a few years to do it. And it was like when people would leave, um, I just wouldn't replace them. I'd go through their task list. I would reprioritize everything. Um, Then um, there was a couple of people I unfortunately had to fire just because they weren't able to do what their role was requiring. Um, And yeah, it was just kind of that uh, attrition process. And there were some people who were contractors. So after a project had finished, I just didn't renew that contract. Um, and just keeping it simple is really, really important to me. My business is my absolute dream business when I have just a very small aligned team and it's hell on earth when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... um good that you've been to the other place and be like, well, this is not what I want. Not for me. It's yeah. not for me whatsoever. Yeah. Can we talk a little about your membership, Leone? What what um what do people get in there? What does sure. that look like? They get everything. So basically um I put together all of my courses on business and marketing and working less and earning more and creating and selling e-courses and writing and publishing your book. 
just everything about business. Um, and then I have guest expert um, teachers every single month. We have new workshops come out every single month. We have new templates and resources and spreadsheets that come out every single month. Um, and then I also do coaching um, group coaching with everybody. And what I'm aiming to do really is just make it kind of like the essential resource platform. Sounds for... like it already is, Leonie. Oh, <laughs> no, I, there needs to be more. So good. There oh. needs to be more in there, Emily. <laughs> so like, I'm going to like map out the next like 40 things that will be released in there next year. So um, it's really fun. I like just being able to deliver and over-deliver and for people to go, this is the best freaking value ever. And well, on that, Leonie, I think whether it's just been a little bit more prevalent or like in our faces a bit more, but the whole message around high ticket things and you got to charge a lot of money, people, and even like the message, the people are going to value something more if they spend more. Um, clearly that's not the model of your business. Um, have you ever? felt as though, well, I guess another way to put this is you would leave money on the table and how are you absolutely in love with doing that? Oh yeah. Look, I've tried doing the high ticket price and I always just feel like, ugh, I just don't like being out of reach for people. I want like anybody who needs it just to be able to go, heck yeah, I can make that investment. Um, And also I am so much happier teaching more people than I am teaching less people. And I've got friends who do it completely the opposite. They prefer to teach less people um, and for those people to invest more in it. And there's no wrong answer. It's about what feels really great inside you. Um, So I am so much happier just to have, you know, like instead of charging two grand, I could have 20 people join my membership for that. Um, That makes me really excited. I love being able to make it that accessible and that fun for people. Yeah. You have people all around the world, right? In your membership, I bet. Mm -hmm. That is pretty awesome too. What are some of the countries? So fascinatingly, and this has been since the beginning of time with my business, um, America is always my biggest market. Um, Australia is one of my smallest markets. What? I know. Come on, Aussies, get I on know. board. <laughs> I know. I'm like still like a little unknown and I'm like, I'm totally fine with it. It's like 10 to 15% of my sales. Um, yeah. I'm much, I have like more in um, England, Europe, Germany, um, and then we have throughout um, I think we've, I think we've sold over like to 150 plus countries. So. so amazing! Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I like being, I like being like David Hasselhoff. I'm huge in Germany, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know you might walk around Germany. Like people don't know you here, but they do, Leonie. But imagine walking around Germany like, is that Leonie Dawson? Oh my god, look at her go! <laughs> Have you done anything specific to get in front of the American audiences? No, nothing. Um, and I also like, I don't really use Facebook ads. I don't use paid advertising. Um, I think just because America, one, it's, you know, they have uh, a, a really large population that's bigger than Europe and Australia combined. Um, and two, because like I was an early adopter of blogging, like when it just started coming out and message boards and it, like I've, I've been selling on the internet since before social media. So 20 plus years. Oh my gosh. I know. It's <laughs> nuts. Amazing. And so that early adoption is definitely like was in America because 
they were much t- tech savvy. Like it was, it took much longer for Australia to, to take up Facebook and things like that. So, yeah, it's. I think it's just population size and also early adopter of internet stuff because I'm an enormous geek. <laughs> So good. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you for thank you for coming on to chat about like anything and everything. Oh, and, vibes. And I love for, you. <laughs> and just for I hope like you know sharing with people that there's not one magic way to do things. You can just figure things out. Do what feels good to you, um, and have some fun along the way. Oh, exactly. Like why not? Because you only get this like once, and you might as well just have the maximum amount of fun. Uh, well, I hope we get to see each other um, sometime soon. And oh, thanks so much for having a chat today. Oh, yeah. thanks, Emily. I love Yay. you, big capes. No, speak soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You have got this and we'll speak soon.